have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome straight from the chest. My name is Justin Groth, and guys, I just want to, like I do every single start of the podcast, thank you for your your listening ear. Thank you for joining me. Those of you who are listening online, Apple, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, those of you who are watching on YouTube, or those of you who are watching via the live on Instagram, I appreciate you. Um, the, you know, if you're new to the channel, I should just uh, preface that this channel is essentially uh, rooted around developing oneself. Uh, we can call it personal development. <laughs> I mean, really, it's just the maturation of who you are, who you are supposed to become. And this is a pursuit that doesn't stop. It just doesn't stop. You're ever evolving. You're, you're ever learning. You're, you're messing up constantly you're refining, you're learning what works, what doesn't work. You learn what you like, what you don't like. And if you're persistent and you're perseverant, then what ends up happening is you end up maturing and you end up evolving and you end up progressing and you end up hopefully prosperous as an individual with whatever relative vocation you are you are imploring, um, or that I should, I should, I should recall it, but that you're, that what's implicit in you, like that is, that is essentially what we want to exercise the most. We want to exercise what's implicit already in us, what's implicit to us. And so <clears throat> that is in of itself really, really difficult not to understand what is, but to actually exercise. Because what happens when you do this, there are going to be people or things that cause you to suppress whatever that thing is. And you end up losing yourself in the process if you're not, if you don't hold on to what you're naturally, what you have a natural inclination towards. Um, and, you know, every podcast, let me tell you this before I go further, every single podcast, I sit on a couch, which is right in back of this camera and I think and I talk like I'm doing right now. I mean, just because you're looking at me doesn't mean I'm still not talking to myself. I'm still talking to myself. I do the same shit without you on camera and I do it on this couch just right back of the camera and I do it every single podcast before every single podcast and I do it for maybe I don't know there's no time limit on it could be 20 minutes could be an hour and a half I sit there I drink this bang not necessarily that flavor but I drink a bang an energy drink because I love them and I just meditate on a word. I meditate on what I'm thinking. I'm not a meditator. 
and I don't I don't practice meditation because meditation is a whole different whole different dynamic than what I do. I don't recite the same thing over and over again. I sit and I think and I and I materialize. And it's healthy for me. I think I would do it if I didn't have a podcast. But when I do this, I start to think about things and talk about things that I don't necessarily want to actually come to grips with. And it's not it's not like it's all bad, but sometimes I think about things because I, I not because I think outside the box, that cliche statement, but because I can't help but think about them. You know, God's put this element of thought in our brains and when we exercise it, I don't know, different shit comes up and you're like, well, I got to contend with that now. So, and some of the things that you do think of, you suppress because you're like, I don't want to, no, I don't want to go there. And I'm with you on that. I do the same thing. But there's an element of value that's attached to thinking and, and not only thinking, but vocalizing. And, um, the biggest question for me right now, and the reason why I'm addressing it on this podcast is because possibly, possibly you could relate to it. I think, now for those of you who don't know, I am a religious person, like from young, like I just, I was brought up in a, as a Christian, I wasn't, um, we weren't, I wasn't forced, force fed scripture. I wasn't force fed the Bible. I wasn't force fed church even, but I naturally had a, a gravitation towards it. Um, the older I got. And then when I was 16, I got saved. And in that process from 16 to current, you know, it's been, it's been a progression right now for majority of those years, I wasn't practicing. I didn't, I didn't even, you know, look at devotionals let alone go to church. Like, and then I started going to church maybe in my later twenties with my mom. And then that kind of feathered off as well because we got a pastor that she didn't particularly like in terms of the, the way that he expressed the message. Anyways, we're not going to go there. But the point is that throughout my life, there's always been a higher precedence and I've always, always believed in God and there are people that don't believe in God. There are people that are far more scientific and logical by nature and they don't exercise that. They they might call it a mythological entity or whatever. Now, that's not the boat that I'm in. However, in part in saying that, and I don't even like that I'm even really dispensing with this because uh, this isn't some shit that I like to think about, but the more I, I, I delve into, um, just my life and other people's experiences in their lives and then us from a primal standpoint and the fact that I am a fairly realistic person, although I like to fantasize and dream a lot and I like to manifest things in my brain a lot in terms of, you know, what I want and, you know, that whole, that whole cliche statement, you know, you manifest 
your your thoughts manifest your your life or whatever you whatever that that saying is okay i believe in that to some degree but the thing that i'm getting caught up in is and this is the question is it more of the person's aim or is it what they just think about and what they are faithfully expecting from god is it both the thing is is that I know a lot of people and I don't mean, I don't know them personally. I know of them and I, or they're celebrities or they're, or they're in not influential people, but they could be gathered as influential people. What I'm saying is they have, they're established. I should say that they're not necessarily famous. They don't need, you don't need to be famous to be something or somebody, but they're established. And clearly I hear of or see of these people uh, via the media. So they're, they're obviously have a name to some extent, right? So nonetheless, these people are a established. Now I don't know their, um, I don't know their, their, where their stance on, on their theology or religion, but I could presuppose that most of these people are kind of at the, at the, most agnostic, meaning they just don't really, I think agnostic is something in, in terms of, uh, I don't know the exact definition, but it's like you, you're not one or the other. You're just kind of, you're kind of in, in, I don't know, in me, a medium, like you're just, you're, you're kind of neutral. Like you don't, you don't really know where to go. It's like, you don't not believe, but you don't believe, but you know, it's not atheism. It's not Christianity. It's not religion. Okay. But it's like in middle. I don't know. It's kind of nebulous in how I'm expressing it, but um, when I when I see these people, or I hear about their experiences, I hear about their lives, and it's very, it's it's very. Um, how do I express this? It's very evident that because they had an aim their lives manifested themselves off of that aim. And it wasn't because they sat and they read things to themselves every day. Now, I'm not saying that that can't manifest an aim because that does. If you're reading something that you wrote down as to what you want or what you want to become, chances are you're going to practice those notions or your brain is going to center around elements that are conducive of actually leading you in that direction. Hence your aim. So you have an aim and that's really the gold. That's really the gold piece of the puzzle. Like you need an aim because the aim is going to essentially establish meaning and that's going to enable you to pursue whatever that is. And then that makes you feel important as a human being. And then off of that, other things manifest themselves around opportunities come up come about and 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 you're taking actions towards specific towards specific avenues that actually shift your trajectory towards where you actually want to go because you had an aim but some and then and then obviously with association with that aim you have hurdles and challenges and trials you face and if you're perseverant and persistent and consistent and you're not a lazy schmuck that just gives up whenever the going gets tough, then you're going to actually, you're going to actually manifest into something or in the, that 
particular thing that you were aiming towards and you're going to become prosperous or you're going to have an element of prosperity tethered to your life because of the thing that you had an aim towards. Was that God or was that you? I don't think that God, I know that God gives us talents. There are certain things that you are innately, you are innately, um, you have an innate propensity towards, you know, like for example, I can't explain this, but everybody knows somebody who doesn't like pineapple on their pizza and everybody knows somebody who likes pineapple on their pizza and you are a person Right now, you either like pineapple or you hate pineapple on your pizza. You either hate it because you don't want the, you like savory shit in in its entirety. You don't want anything sweet mucking up that savory taste or you just don't like hot pineapple. More often than not, that's the case. People just don't like hot pineapple on their pizza. Okay, it's warranted, right? You have, that's, that's a part of who you are. Can you explain where that came from? No, you can't. You just, that's who you are, right? From a, when you're a little kid, you have the, a natural propensity to gravitate towards certain things. And we know this from extensive literature, whether it's, you know, from rudimentary things like colors and shapes and foods and, and whatever. We have a natural draw to certain things. Like back to the pineapple on the pizza thing. Here's where it gets convoluted. You are with your friend who doesn't like pineapple on pizza. You like pineapple on pizza. You don't know this about each other yet until you go to order a pizza. And that pizza is going to be a Hawaiian. One of the, you're on the phone and you're ordering and you want to get a Hawaiian. And then you say, you want to get a Hawaiian? And then that person goes, oh, you like pineapple? I hate pineapple. Do you ever notice how vocal the people are that don't like pineapple? Do you ever know how submissive the people that like pineapple are? You know how I know this? I'm one of those people. I love, I fucking love pineapple on my pizza, man. I love it. And there are people that hate it. And you know those people that hate it? They always have a higher, louder voice than mine when it comes to liking pineapple or not liking pineapple on their pizza. Why is that? Why do you get to be the such such and such gold standard on what goes on pizza and what doesn't? Why are people like that so vocal? And it causes you to like, well, look, man, I don't want to like, you know, I don't want to not get a pizza you don't want. So, you know, I'm not going to argue with you. So let's just get half and half. And you ever notice that sometimes they still go on and on. Oh, you like pineapple on your pizza? I got friends that are like that. I know people that are like, I have a client that's like that. I mean, I probably have more clients that are that don't like pineapple on their pizza, but I don't know that because I don't ask them that question. The point is, if you allow somebody to contort or change what you like because it's not what they like, what's your what's your save? What's your where's your backbone? You don't you're not gonna have anything, man. If you can't even stick up for yourself with fucking pizza. Like you're not, this is not like minuscule. This is a, this is a major element. Like you, you think that like, it's just, it's something that's so simple. Like, oh, well this is pizza. We're talking about pizza, Justin. It's not just pizza. It's just, it's the principle of the matter. You are allowing somebody 
to bulldoze you with the fact that they like 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 um, pineapple over yourself. And then you're supposed to just subjugate yourself in that position. Or you feel like doing that. You need to go to war with that. If they're do, if they're saying that, I don't mean like go to war, but look, man, your points just as valid as theirs. And I'm not going to exhaust pizza any further. But this could be this could be replicated in your life like for the for the entirety of your life. Like look, what if you go down and you're you have a, the natural inclination to like playing guitar, but nobody in your family plays guitar. They even say you suck at playing guitar, but you have a natural inclination to want to play the guitar. You think about the guitar day and night. All you can do is think about playing the guitar, even though you suck and your family says you suck. Like people that are very important in your life, very important figures in your life. And they're saying, you're not good at this. But you can't get it out of your mind. You have an aim and the aim is to play the guitar. It may not be to get good at the guitar, but it's to play the guitar nonetheless. You have a natural obligation tethered to playing the guitar, even though it's not going anywhere for you seemingly right now. And you're not even good at it. You're starting from like ground zero. But does that stop you from playing the guitar? The only thing that will is your ability to feed into the other people's desires that they think they know more than you know, or they think they have the understanding of the des- of your desires better than you have the understanding. And that's not true. And that's a lie. And that's a thing that's going to, that's going to actually pull you from your specific aim in life. So back to the question. Is that you or is that all God or is it a little bit of both? I'm questioning this stuff because I can easily see my life going in a direction based on, I don't know, um, based on things that aren't serving to me. But, you know, and I guess because we have free will and I'm kind of answering my own questions here, but it's. These are things that I, I don't really want to think about because I just want to trust in God. I just want to trust that God knows where I'm going and he has the ability to take me where I need to go. But I also don't think that you can just wish upon a star. This is my realistic sense coming out. You can just wish upon a star and not put action in place and not put aim in front of you and still get there. Just because God has a plan doesn't mean you can't not facilitate. Just because he's got something great for you doesn't mean you can just sit on your ass and eat cheese puffs. It doesn't mean that. You have to apply action. Well, action is realism. That's realistic pursuit. One of the things I can't stand is when people say they got to think about being optimistic, got to be optimistic. Okay. By saying that you're effectively omitting another truism, pessimism. You wouldn't say, oh, well, there's only light. There's no dark. No, there's dark and there's light. Why do you know this? Because you're not a dumbass. Because we understand that there's on and there's off. There's yin and there's yang. Right? We understand there's always going to be an agonist and, a ta- and, an, and, an, and an antagonist. There's always going to be that. Always. 
So why wouldn't there be one with optimism and pessimism? Or why wouldn't you actually identify pessimism? Sometimes it's actually healthy to be a little bit pessimistic with things because you're not always got your mind in the fucking clouds and being optimistic. Like, and then you get let down when shit doesn't go your way. And then you have a panic attack. But when you're grounded and you have kind of a, a, a centralization between the, the two, well, then you're a little bit more stable, right? You're a little bit more stable because you understand that this whole world is not just shoots and ladders and, and unicorns and rainbows. Like there's shit. There's malevolent people out there. There's people that don't want to do you good. There's people that want you to fail. There's people that want to see you hurt. There's real life horrible shit and people in the world. And they're trying to prey on your weaknesses. And sometimes that's because they're insecure and they don't want to see you do good. They don't want to see you when you have a natural zeal for something or affinity for something. They want to grab that from you. They want to snatch it and they want to fucking throw it in the dirt because they know that they don't have the balls to go down that that road or or endeavor and, and engage in that pursuit. So why should you? Fuck them. You need to do exactly what your aim is. Whatever that aim is, make sure you have an aim. Make sure that you're obligated to that aim. And make sure you require these disciplines that are going to penetrate through the days that you don't want to do anything. Those are the things that are going to get you through the day. They're going to keep you grounded in that aim, not motivation. You're never going to feel motivated to do it maybe once out of every 13 days. That's not going to get the job done. That's not going to be real life. It's not going to be where you're going to actually prosper. You're not going to prosper by having a 1 to 13 ratio. Just because someone doesn't like pineapple doesn't mean that you should subjugate yourself just to make sure that there's no argument between you and that other person. You need to continuously press through your aim regardless of how it's going to make people feel. One good thing about that is that people understand what's true, authentic, and real, and they gravitate to that. They gravitate to real, authentic human behavior. You may not attract everybody, but you're going to attract your tribe. You're going to attract your crowd. If you stay true to your aim, done.